And even if you do know this woman well enough, her needs may have changed over time. That's why it's always good to have sexual check-ins regardless of how great you think your sex life is because trust me, it will change over time and what you find most pleasurable will change over time for you and for her. So to constantly keep a communication gives gives you constant comfortability in your sex life. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little low energy. I caught strep from my friend and my throat's killing me. I also think I have a fever. (laughs) So lower expectations for today. No, I'm just kidding. Lower the expectations energy-wise, but this content is going to be really good. I promise you. It's a really great topic and it is about voicing your needs without being needy without feeling needy because who wants to feel needy right and who wants to receive needy desperateness from a partner nobody none of us so let's avoid it I'm going to show you how before I get into that I want you guys to to if you are in the place of your main challenge being premature ejaculation you need to join my September masterclass it is on the 6th of September it is a live masterclass and even if you can't attend live, I'm still going to have the replay for those of you who register and you'll have access to that replay for 90 days. All right. So you want to join this. You want to get in on the info I'm going to show you of how I took a client specifically from lasting about one minute, sometimes under to almost 10 minutes. And it's pretty cool. Um, I've had a few clients who've had tremendous success here in terms of overcoming premature ejaculation because it's possible to do so. So this one client in particular saw a great result because he did a series of things. He did what I told him and he followed through with it. He was consistent. And I'm going to give you all the tools that he used on this masterclass. It's going to be awesome. Be there. Link is in the description below. Can't wait to see you. All right. Let's get into this episode. I want you, first of all, to go into this episode understanding how clear you are on your needs. You know, what are what are the sexual needs you have? Because, you know, it's one thing if you enjoy having a blowjob. It's another thing if you enjoy a blowjob a certain way and that's what makes it pleasurable for you, but you're not communicating that because you feel bad enough asking for a blowjob. This this kind of feeling is super common, but until you could get crystal clear on what you really love and what you find pleasurable and what you're looking for your partner to do, until you're clear on that, 
and what really matters most to you and you know it's important to you and you know you want to ask it, only then can you ask it in an effective way where you don't have to ask multiple times. So what I mean by not having to ask multiple times is that so often when we're unsure of what we really want or when we feel bad asking for what we want, we will ask in a more general sense. So what that sounds like, an example would be your partner looks upset and you ask her, are you okay? And she just goes, yeah. But you know that something happened yesterday between the two of you and you're thinking it has to do with that, but you don't want to go there. You just want to ask, is she okay? But when she says, yeah, she's okay, that doesn't really solve the feeling you have of feeling like everything's not okay. Versus if you were to go in and ask her, hey, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling okay? You seem a little distant today. I'm wondering if you're still upset over our fight last night. See how like specific that is? It's addressing a concern you have in your mind. If you're thinking, shit, she might be still upset about yesterday. Let me bring it back up and see if she has any remaining things she needs to talk about so that we can move past this. That's the difference between general and specific communication. And the same thing goes for your sexual needs. When you are communicating generally about your sex life versus specifically, you miss out on everything you really want. You know, so step number one is always you get really clear on what brings you pleasure. Get really clear on what you like, what you love, and what you actually want to ask for. So that's first and foremost. Um, Another uh, way to voice your needs without being needy I would say is to have in mind that this is a mutual a mutual exchange. Because if we feel like we're asking for too much and that's truly the case, chances are that means you're not asking your partner what they need or what they want enough. And that's why you feel there's this imbalance of oh, I don't want to be needy. If you don't want to be needy, make it a mutual exchange, you know, and take pride in that because it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm working with a client and he straight up, like one of the first sex related questions he asked his, his new partner was, what do you find most pleasurable in bed? What do you love most that, guy, that a guy does to you? And she looked at him and she was literally in shock. She was like, I don't remember the last time a guy actually asked me that. And he was like, he was like, Steph, I didn't think that question you gave me was going to work that well, but she ate it up. Like she was so turned on by me showing interest in actually caring what brings her pleasure, you know, and this is very common. You know, you may be like, oh, well, that woman is with the wrong guys. This is super common for guys not to ask. And I'm sure you know if this is you for you to not ask or be intentional about asking what brings you the most pleasure to the woman you're with. And I think a lot of guys feel insecure, like they should know the answer to that. But as I've reminded you of this before, you shouldn't know the answer to that because you don't know this woman well enough. And even if you do know this woman well enough, her needs may have changed over time. That's why it's always good to have sexual check-ins regardless of how great you think your sex life is because trust me, it will change over time and what you find most pleasurable will change over time for you and for her. So to constantly keep a communication gives your gives you constant comfortability in your sex life 
as I always say, talk about your sex life more than you actually have sex and you will have a fulfilling sex life because when you're talking about it, you're, you're comfortable. It's like part of your lifestyle. And when you're comfortable talking about it, if something's going wrong, you address it because you're not afraid. You've done it so many times. You're familiar with the topic. The word sex rolls off your tongue, you know, like me. <laughs> I wonder how many times they say sex a day. <laughs> um, definitely more than the average person. But of course, you know, being what I do. All right. Anyway, so I, I want you to ask yourself now and just be familiar. Get familiar right now. with. All right. How often do I make it a mutual exchange to understand how she's feeling about her needs being met? Do I let my ego get in the way of that and just don't ask it because I don't want to fear not being a satisfying partner? Or am I going to take the risk and ask her and be very specific in my ask so that I know exactly how she's feeling and therefore I can find a solution if need be? And that's the problem. Like we, we're too afraid to ask questions, whether it's asking our partner if their needs um, are being met or if they're satisfied or, you know, asking for ourselves. You can't be afraid to ask for yourself if your needs are being met and you will be less afraid if you keep your partner in mind just as much as you keep yourself in mind when it comes to understanding your mutual pleasures. Um, And then the other major point I wanted to bring up is when you're voicing your needs in order for it not to come across needy is often in the also in the delivery because it's one thing for you to be all nervous and go into it with this feeling of, oh my God, this is going to be so awkward. I'm nervous about this. I'm afraid to bring this up because when you feel that way, you go in being like, "Uh, do you like, you think you can suck my dick? (laughs) And you just ask it all weird and awkward because that's how you're feeling. You know, if you hold attention behind expressing your needs or asking for something you want, it's going to come across with a very, with attention. And she's going to be like turned off by it. And I don't just mean sexually. I mean, it's going to be fucking awkward to receive, you know, and then it's less likely to, for her to feel comfortable doing it because it feels like this tense, weird, awkward thing. And then she may just like immediately shut it down literally because it feels weird you know it's kind of like if someone was to ask you out some girl like came up to you and even if she was super hot and she came up to you and her delivery was like um you're like really sexy like do you do you want to go do you want to go out with me like you'd be kind of like uh what the fuck like the delivery is off it's it's she's so nervous that it's making you feel nervous just listening to her it's like making you feel awkward listening to her. So, all right, I hope I got the point across that the way you feel about going in to express your needs has a big impact on the delivery of you expressing your needs and how you ask the question, therefore how your partner perceives and receives the question. I know that's a lot, but in simple terms, it's pretty much like the example I just gave you. Um, So I want you to think when you come to, when you think about your needs If you have the understanding that asking for something is going to make you needy, then you may come across needy. You probably will, right? Versus asking yourself, how do I want to feel expressing my needs? Maybe I want to feel sexy, right? Like what's the opposite of needy in your opinion? Everyone's opposite word is going to be different. What came to mind for me right away was like sexy and confident. Um, And I think that 
if you were to go in voicing the same needs in a sexy, confident way, it would be more natural to the nature of what sex is truly supposed to be, which is pleasurable, which is fun, which is sexy. It's flirty. It flows, you know, and if you come from that angle and you come with that energy, knowing that when you ask for something, it's going to be perceived as sexy instead of needy, like, fuck, that's a huge difference, right? So when you think about yourself and even take yourself back memory lane, let's go to memory lane and let's think about a time when you asked for something where you felt sexy asking for it. Really think, I'm going to give you a few seconds. Think about this. Got it? Okay, cool. Chances are, and this is not going to be for everyone, and maybe the way you ask for something isn't even involved with sex. Maybe it's a different topic, but that's what came to mind for you. It's, it doesn't really matter if it's about sex right now. It's just the fact that you were able to do it at one point in time. And you know what it feels like to ask for something and feel sexy asking for it. You know, maybe part of the sexiness was was uh, trust in the partner that was receiving it. And you knew that they were they would be down to do that. But we don't want to put all of our trust in just assuming our partner's always going to be down. You know, because you can ask something in a really sexy, confident way and you could still get shut down. And that doesn't mean you didn't go into it confidently You know, it doesn't mean you have to feel needy if they say no. But I want you to think like I'm thinking what comes to mind for me is a guy asking me for a blowjob in a way that's like, um, do you do you feel like do you feel like blowing me? Versus a guy who's like, oh, my God, you know, I've been thinking about all day or those lips on my cock. Like, that would make my fucking night. Um, Saying something like that, that's addressing a need. It's expressing a need in the moment during sex, right? And when you're both aroused enough and you're talking like that, that can literally be a way to express your needs. I think when we think about expressing needs, we often think that it has to be this awkward, separate conversation, Sometimes it does have to be separate if you don't have an active sex life with your partner. You know, if you're not having sex, then that's a more serious conversation of, hey, we have to talk about our sex life. And then you're addressing, you know, I I have needs, they're important. Um, This is what they are. I'm wondering how you feel about that, where you've, uh, how you've been feeling about your needs. You know, that's, that's a whole other conversation when there's no sex present in the relationship. The conversation I'm having here with you now is if you are having sex, but you're having a hard time expressing your needs in a way that feels really good to you. And what I'm trying to tell you is that it's important for you to feel good about yourself and good about your needs before you go about expressing them or asking for them to be met. And the way that you deliver it, how you feel, impacts the way you deliver it and how you deliver it impacts the way she receives it. So that's what changes. That's what makes the difference. And that's why I love dirty talk. Like guys, I personally love dirty talk because it's such a fun, sexy way to communicate your needs. 
You know, like you can literally like 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 I just said, like the example I gave to you that came to mind for me first was a dirty talk example. And I think this is a great a great thing for you to take away from this podcast. A great concept is how can I make it mutual when it comes to voicing my needs without being needy? How can I make it mutual and how can I make it sexy? Like walk away with those two things. And I think you'll have a much easier time expressing what you want for yourself and feeling good about that expression, regardless of whether or not she turns it down. I mean, my whole intention of making this podcast is that so she won't turn it down as much when you do this, because that is likely to happen. Um, But there's, there's, you know, there's never 100, we can't control the other person. We can control ourselves. So... If you don't want to be perceived as needy, then stop feeling needy. That's literally the answer. Like, you're afraid voicing your needs will make you feel needy because you're already feeling needy when it comes to voicing your needs. So how can you feel sexy voicing your needs? How would that sound? And at what what point of sexual interaction would it feel best for you to express it? All right, guys. So hope that was helpful. I'm going to stop there because my throat is on fire. Um, <laughs> but I hope that was, yeah, I hope you learned something there. Go check out the masterclass. Like I said, if premature ejaculation is your number one challenge and you've been struggling with it and you're like, stuff, fuck, it's been years. I can't do this anymore. I know it's psychological. I know it's in my head. I need to overcome this. You know, it's damaging my sex life. It's making me feel like I have to tell every partner before I have sex that like I have a problem. It's always in my head. If this is you, let's find solutions. I have a toolbox of solutions that are that are going to one of them at least is going to work for you dramatically. <laughs> like so definitely join this class. Hear me out on them. I'm going to go into detail, into depth. And I can't wait to help you guys on this. So I'll see you in the masterclass. The link is in the description of this podcast. And have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. Talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.